Sarah, we got a lot going on. I mean, so much going on in the district. And then, obviously, a big weekend. Father's Day weekend, LLS ball. Was that the first um, Leukemia Lymphoma Society in-person ball they've done? Since 2019. the thirty. It's the 35th wow. Wow. year of the ball. Uh, yeah, it was great. We had a lot of Fox 5 folks there. We had three tables, raised $2.3 million. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Angie uh, Goff and Guy Lambert were the MCs. Good combo. Fun. Yeah, they're fun. But, oh, yeah, so much fun. It was uh, – and Roy Wood Jr. was the comedian who was great. He's hysterical. And, uh, you know, if you could be funny without cursing, it's always a plus. Uh, and did not he... for me, for other people. I like, I like the, I like the debauchery of, of comedians. But, uh, and then leg warmers, by the way, the yeah. cover eighties cover band, fantastic. Really? Uh, yeah, they and they've played around DC like a lot for a long time. They're like really people yeah, love them. And, and they had black label scotch, unlike years past where they've had only red label. So I was, you know, very happy. Okay, well, that's huge. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Wow. All right. What a great event. Uh, yeah, twelve hundred people. It's great. Fun, fun, fun. Today yeah. is um, the DC primary. So we'll see if oh. Mayor Bowser wins a third term. And I say wins because obviously, whomever wins the uh, primary today, and it's really a race between her and Robert White, Council Member Robert White. Uh, obviously we'll win in November. So really today's the election, which, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting that, you know, in some of these geographic or jurisdictions like Montgomery County, Maryland, which we talk about all the time, whoever wins the, uh, primary, the democratic primary for like County executive and certainly, uh, County council and school board, they basically win. You know, maybe, you know, certainly in Maryland, governor, I think there, it's going to be a tight race between the Republican uh, candidate and the Democratic candidate. But, um, yeah, so we'll see if Mayor Bowser gets a third term today. Um, I think she, she does, don't you think? I think she does. I do. I think it's going to be much closer than either she had hoped or people think. Okay. Uh, you know, I think anytime someone goes for a third term, you mm. know, unless they've truly done an outstanding job, as long as they have somebody who is uh, competent and, <clears throat> you know, per- certainly people can view as someone that can, can, can succeed that person. I think a third term is always tough, right? I mean, crime is going up in D.C. You had an tragic shooting again on U Street and 14th. That's something called the Mochella. Uh, on Saturday night where a 15-year-old was killed. You have carjackings up, violent crime up. You know, Unbelievable the got... weekend in, in D.C. And then, of course, that shooting inside Tyson's, Tyson's yeah. Mall, which isn't in D.C., it's in Virginia. But, I mean, close enough. But, uh, okay, keep going. Then I have some questions about Mochella because I think... No, you no, would... uh, yeah, just to wrap up D.C., listen, I, I think crime is up. Yeah, it you is. Know, business, yeah. business hasn't returned. You could debate on how she handled COVID, especially when it relates to schools. I think the schools have, have struggled. Uh, I saw a list where I believe DC was only in person 5.8% through those core 18 months of COVID, uh, which was the lowest in the nation. So yeah, listen, I think she'll win, but um, 
you know, we'll, you know, we'll see, you know, uh, yeah, I think what she has going for her is that Robert White seems to be left of her in terms of policing and some other things. So, you know, uh, that might- and I don't think, I don't think the city needs, you know, that right now. So, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. So, um, Mochella, you know, I mean, gosh, Lindsay Watts, who of course, you know, fantastic. De- she's Fox so Fox good. Fox. She's so she, good. She really is so good. She's always a step ahead of the, all the other reporters. Uh, she, she, people, she gets great information. So Mochello, which I'm not sure what, so I guess it was a music thing. So you had a lot going on this past week. So you had, um, you had um, Pharrell's major uh, event in DC over the weekend. Uh, you had uh, uh, Mochella, which I guess was a Juneteenth celebration, I believe. Uh, uh, and, uh, then, you know, unfortunately it ended, uh, abruptly with, uh, shots fired and a 15 year old dead and a cop shot. And now, but so, wait a minute. Go ahead. didn't you guys have on a, a DC police, um, a commissioner on Fox five? No, it was the dep. So the deputy mayor the deputy was promoting mayor. the event at our zip trip, which was at Union Market, yeah, that Friday morning, last Friday morning, but without a Michelle. And as it turns out, it was unpermitted. So the mayor's office has not yet responded. I'm not sure how the deputy mayor of DC promotes an event that is not permitted. But when I say not permitted, they did not have a city permit to have the event. Um, so yeah, that seems to me like a huge oversight or oversight or they said to the, the organization, Oh, go on with it. Even though, you know, I mean, if you've ever had an event in DC, you have to spend months going back and forth with getting a permit. I mean, that, and then on the same Saturday, uh, yeah. And then Saturday afternoon, you had some DC rapper who I never heard of, obviously, uh, I guess his name's, he's known in the yeah, go ahead. Well, Noah Settles, I guess, is the his real yeah. name, but he has a rapper name. Yeah, I'm trying. No, to... Yeah, No Savage, whatever that yes. is. I don't know. So uh, there's video, very compelling video, where uh, there was an argument. Somehow it escalated, and then he he allegedly fired shots in Tyson's Mall, and they're looking for it. Fairfax Police. There's a there's a, a warrant out for his arrest, I believe, um, or a person of interest, whatever they like to say right now at, at this stage. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we, you know, thank goodness no one was shot at the mall. Just crazy, crazy times over the weekend. Un- and, yeah. and the, uh, you know, the Pharrell concert seemed to go off um, at the festivals, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, what was it called? Sleeping in the water or something in the water? Um, you know, I don't remember. I, for whatever reason, I feel like I didn't see. I think these other two events kind of overshadowed. Oh, well, that had. I mean, that had a ton of people at it. Did it? Uh, seemed to come off okay. Okay. Uh, the, you know, there were some issues as always with getting in and access. Some people had tickets. They said it was packed, and you know, some miscommunication on on. You know, they said you could leave and come back and some people left and then they weren't allowed re-entry. Sure. Yeah, some some logistical hiccups, but um, 
you know, so, uh, but at least something in the water. Sorry. I said sleep, sleeping in the water, <laughs> something in the water. Okay. Sorry. Close. I was close. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, listen, I think, uh, so that was a festival he had in Virginia beach. And then there was the police shooting of a black teenager, I believe in Virginia beach. He didn't like how it was handled. He being Pharrell. So he moved it to DC and again, I don't know the timing of that. Obviously, there were several years of COVID there. But um, so, you know, it seems like it went off well enough to maybe D.C. becomes the permanent home for, for this festival. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it, you know, obviously, Pharrell, people love him and love the music. And hopefully that and Justin Timberlake showed up and apparently he's getting ripped for his outfit. Ah, they say, so they say he good. looked like a like a old dad and. And his dance moves were like, oh my god, dad, dad please stop dancing. It right? was he got cr- <laughs> yeah. so good. I mean, it was truly like the perfect Father's Day. Oh my god! I mean, he had these Nike shoes on that your dad would wear. You know, just cargo pants. I mean, it was like it must have been a last minute thing, and he just came. And you know, he's obviously so talented, and and so he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go on stage like this." Yeah, I mean, it was right. such a dad outfit. It was like he came from yeah. the grill right up onto the stage. It was so yeah. funny, but he's. You know, he's such a legend. He was, but he was at Costco and then just came over, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it's sad to see this happen in D.C. I mean, it reminds yeah. me of when I moved there, you know, 15 years ago. I mean, you remember. Remember, they would have weekends. I mean, they'd have, like, just the highest homicide rate. You know, 17 people would be shot or killed. They'd do these all hands on well, that's, deck. That's, that's Philadelphia right now. I mean, listen, D.C.'s having its issues, but... Yeah, and again, I, I bring up Philly only because a I work there, b you know, so I keep I keep tabs on a lot of the old uh, reporters who you know cover that area. In particular, the Fox Twenty Nine reporter Steve Keeley, who does a fantastic job. Uh, it's Philly's just a disaster right now. Every night, every weekend, fourteen, fifteen, ten, five people shot kids being shot older people being accosted and 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 beaten and you know it's like even like the tyson's corner thing just walking around with a gun and tyson like boom i'm gonna shoot somebody i don't like you or you know so it's um the the one thing with the rapper what's his name nell Oh, well, Noah, no Savage, Noah, but Noah, Noah Settles. Yeah, I, I want to call him by Jordan. Noah Settles. Yeah. Two time, two two previous arrests for possessing an illegal weapon. Nothing. Out and about. So, yeah, so, we talk you know, about we, this we, all the time. It's, so uh, when, we, when we talk about gun reform and it, you know, listen, it focuses on the AR-15s and all that. And yes, that has to be part of it. But you know what? This has to be part of it too. You can't have two illegal gun arrests and still be walking around. Sorry. Like, why isn't he in jail? Like, seriously, why isn't he in jail? I think I think a lot of people are asking. Great question. I mean, we're seeing that all across the country, right? I mean, I mean how I, you know, many? One, one, maybe, maybe you get probation. I think it should be a minimum sentence, but maybe. Get, but two. Now, now a third. Like, what are we doing here? And then and then then, you can't have one without the other. Right. This thing that, oh, we got to have 18 year olds, not, you know, be 21. And that's all great. All stuff I recommend. But you got to also prosecute illegal gun 
people, especially if they use the weapon in a crime or in this case, shoot it. Uh, you know, so anyway, I, I just look, think- it just happened here in Los Angeles. A police officer was killed by a guy who yeah. uh, had gun charges and was out, uh, you know, again. That was, a sh- was that a sheriff, El- I think? Or- an El Monte police officer. Yeah, right. Um, you know, so I mean, he was on probation for illegally carrying a gun when he fired on the officers as they responded to a call for a, you know, at a motel. Um, in Los Angeles, I mean, yeah, so the, in- the, the, the LA killed. district attorney, Gaston is getting crucified, right? Again, once again. For, I mean, it's happening. Le- it's crazy. It's just insanity. And I, I yeah, I mean, I hope he Listen, gets until, recalled. Until you hold people accountable, until, and listen, it's unfortunate that you have to, you know, jail is the way, but I'm sorry. You can't just have, you know, it seems like the victims have more, I mean, the, 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 those per- perpetrating the crimes have more rights than the victims. They do right now. I mean, it's just you see it all across the country. I mean, and, you know, you see, yeah, there's so many instances, at least here in Los Angeles, um, that you see every single day of outrage of um, victims and they just get no. I mean, look, it was like my mother-in-law, you know, who, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, had five credit cards stolen, $20,000. I mean, nothing's been done. It was like the police. And I think the police in some ways are revolting to some degree because of everything that's happened in the past couple of years. But I mean, literally well, that, nothing is. Well, what happened to it? It's a cascading effect, right? It's, you know, the whole, you know, defund the police mentality, which again, I've said most people didn't technically mean defund the police, but it was the, it was the sentiment, you know, anti-police. Right. And, and rightly so for, for many and certain bad cops, bad actors, um, but, you know, overall, you know, I think policing in this country, for the most part, they try to do the right thing. They protect, you know, some of the some of the you know, worst communities and neighborhoods and those individuals who live in those neighborhoods. They need policing. And you know, then then it's, you know, you know, the, the, the morale of cops is down. They're overworked. They're underappreciated. They're underpaid. So you have a, a, you know, DC is down 200. Philly's down X amount. New York City is down 5,000. And and then, you know. who would want the job? Then throw in the fact that, you know, there's no, you know, no bail reform in many cities and people are getting not prosecuted. They're arrested and let out the same day. And you put it all together and then crimes rising, less cops, Prosecutors aren't doing what they should be doing, and it's a it's a much much unsafer country, without a doubt, than it was several years back. Throw on top of that, inflation's absurd, absolutely absurd, right? Cost of living is through the roof. Gas prices are ridiculous. You got the president falling off a bike. <laughs> like what? Well, I, what are we doing here? Seriously. Well, you can't you can't no, connect to that. He shouldn't be on a bike. You know what? Sorry. You know what? Ridiculous. Enough. Stop riding a bike. You're 78 years old. You, you like come on. Get him off a bike. Set, put him on a boat where he looks somewhat like he's in the air and athletic, but somebody else is driving. <laughs> put, put you know, put him uh put him on a golf course, you know, like Trump who used to golf. Uh, come on. You can't fall off a bike. So you think that was a really bad look, bad image? Yes, I do. It's embarrassing. 
Oh. It's embarrassing. And, and I know, and I don't, listen, am I faulting him? For, no, you could trip going down the stairs, right? I, but he's 70 years old. He already looks old, fragile, and, and weak when he talks, right? Why do you, some, some aid or some, you know, let's put him on a bike over the weekend and make him look athletic. It's, no, first of all, no one thinks he's athletic. No one cares if you, like, have him go for a nice walk. Maybe a little hike, like like maybe like a little you know, yeah, you know, rolling little thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I by know. the way, why did he have to clip in his? He didn't clip in like a cyclist, but he had the little you know, little what uh, leather where you you slide your strap, foot and it yeah. got caught. Yeah, strap. Like, can he just pedal without that? <laughs> He needs one of those like three wheeler bikes that. By you the see. way, by the way, the memes were that the one thing about Twitter and Instagram, the memes were outstanding. You got when Trump's hitting the golf ball, you see the one shot Trump hitting the golf ball, and then the ball Biden falls over. <laughs> <laughs> the internet always for the win. They always uh, come so up with they such always for stuff. the win sometimes quickly too. So so crazy. I mean, listen. Thank God he's not hurt or, you know, listen, of course, but like, wait, like, come on, what are we doing here? So, you know, the, the, he's out there, they're blamed, they have some, oh, the Putin inflation. Boom, two minutes later, you have like all the research out there. The inflation from the time of the COVID relief bill to before Putin in, uh, invaded Russia was the largest increase in inflation. Like, Listen, you have the data in front of you, right? Yeah, you know, and then but, there's. I mean, what you know, were they going to do about you know? What were they going to do about it for the past ten years? We've been going. We, should, we shouldn't have spent trillions of dollars for COVID relief. That, by the way, half of it's been. I shouldn't say half it's been wasted. I don't have that data in front of me, but from what you read, oh, yeah. much of it has been wasted. Hasn't reached the right people. Still is not spent. And then, thank God. Yeah, they gave out they, free money. Thank goodness for Manchin and Sienema, because you know what? Whatever's left of the Democratic Party and chances they have this fall, because Republicans, as I mentioned last week, on the Senate side have put up some not so great candidates. But imagine if they did the build back better bill, that boondoggle of a bill, if that passed, where inflation and everything else would be. You think it would be just even higher? You think it would be record We'd be in a, I think we're headed potentially to a recession. We might already be in a recession. I think recession. we're in one, yeah. And listen, you know. I, I mean, look at the cost of, I mean, you know. Here, here's here. the frustration. right? All, are all these things Biden's fault? No. But at the end of the day, he's the president. And at the end of the day, not much is good right now. Supply chain issues, inflation, gas prices, crime, the border, European issues, Tell me something that's good right now. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me something that like airlines can't staff people, cancellations all over the place, commuter costs through the roof, rent night How- up 19, 25%. How's the environment doing? Are we good on the environment? <laughs> no. Uh- so their answer is to buy EV cars. What percentage of America can afford EV cars? Number one. Number two, how do you plug them in in inner cities when apartment buildings are 20 stories high? Like, 
come like well maybe it's good news you know we didn't no, enter like, the war. like all like all i know we're half joking all kidding aside what's positive right now um well we didn't enter the war with ukraine i think um well, i don't think we're ever gonna enter the war with ukraine okay well um you know you did have one or two senators saying we should jump in so thankfully we haven't done that um and then on the other side you have republicans right-wing republicans who act as if the insurrection was nothing you got you still have republicans again more right republicans out there still denying that the election or calling it the big lie or whatever you call trump's lie whatever like what is going on i mean this isn't just one-sided by the way i do think we need to know republicans are the ones that gave away all that covid relief money i mean you know they were the one you know trump was the one giving out all that money no that was passed under biden what are you talking no that was that was Biden's. Well, they, he that, added more, but I mean, COVID relief started like under Trump. I mean, starting the government started giving out, and again, it was bipartisan, oh, right? I mean, when the yeah. when the it was bipartisan, but I'm just saying under Trump. Um, but they listen, all voted he, to give away all that free listen, money, and the, now the date, the date, other than the insurrection and the anti democracy sentiment from many Republicans, which is shameful. The days of blaming Trump for what's going on now, it, it you can't do it anymore. It's embarrassing, right? I mean, you got Biden blaming Putin. You got Biden blaming Trump. You, listen, you're the president. You're almost two years in now, right? The COVID messaging has been all over the place. You finally have vaccines out for kids, which, by the way, I said this, and I said this to a friend of mine. If I had a three-year-old, there's no, no freaking way. I would vaccinate my kid based on the limited data, the limited test case, the length of time that has passed, the risk factors for them. Assuming my kid was healthy outside of COVID, no chance I'd give him the vaccination. And I was pro-vaccine from day one. No chance. I mean, you have a, you have a. Oh yeah, he's getting? not getting it now. Yeah, and no. even my husband. I mean, you know, Dan is much more um, left than I am, and yeah. he doesn't. He he won't yeah. get it for KJ. No, there's not he's enough like, data out there. He's like, there's absolutely no way. He's like, there. He Dan doesn't feel good about it. I feel like I'm probably more like, Here's why are thing. they pushing this on six year olds? They call it emergency usage. There's no emergency it. for kids. Yeah, I think there's something I mean, really your kid, Your child is more at risk, honestly, getting in a car today in a car seat. I know. Going, now, listen, if you want to get your kid, fine, go get him vaxxed. But this theory that the government's pushing it, and then all the reports about Florida, you know, oh, Florida didn't order it. Well, true. Florida is not going to have DeSantis, as the governor said, we are not going to have an organized government state-run program to distribute COVID vaccinations. As a parent, if you want to make the choice, go to your pharmacy, go to a doctor, talk to your pediatrician, talk to a pharmacist about the pros and the cons. And if you still choose, you want to get your kid vax, that's fine. The reporting on Governor DeSantis is so distorted because they see him as a threat, which is unfortunate because journalists shouldn't see anyone as a threat unless they're truly a threat and they should report the facts. Then when they... First, they said, you know, he's the only governor not to order. True. But then they said he reversed course and allowed pharmacists and doctors to order. He never said doctors and pharmacists could order. He just said, we're not going to have a state-run distribution uh, program for, for, for the vaccinations for kids six to five months. So, 
listen, you could debate whether he's right or wrong, but I'm telling you, based on the based on the, the based on the CDC performance during this pandemic, no way am I getting my kid vaccinated. No, we're with point. you. I'll, I'll wait six months to a year. I mean, our I son will. had COVID, you know, and I mean, yeah. you know, we he had a fever for like a day and a half. And thankfully, I mean, but he's healthy. I mean, yes, if I had a child that was really immune compromised, I probably would do it. But um, I'm I'm with you. I'm very, very, very skeptical. I mean, you know, and I'm not. And listen, this isn't anti-vax talk. No, I'm, like this is this is just why is this being rushed and pushed? Why? And, you know, the Pfizer sample was only 10 kids and only three had the virus. Seven were placebo. That's enough? No. You know this. Sorry. Most vaccines take years and years and years to get FDA approval. I mean, you're talking five plus years. And then suddenly... This is all like, you know, oh, emergency reason, emergency for for to your point, a category children that are healthy that we know have very little. And you know, no, listen, you're starting to see it come out now. So like all these hospitalizations over the last X number of X year or so more that were COVID. Now they come out and they said about 67 percent of them weren't really COVID hospitalizations. Really? Where's they that were- story? I haven't seen that. Yeah, it came out Wall Street I, everywhere. Oh, CDC. Okay. So it's like it, it's like sixty percent, sixty five percent were for another reason, and then they tested positive for COVID. But they didn't go into the hospital because of COVID. So like, and you're starting to see more and oh, mass work. They don't work. This, they, uh, I'm, I'm just you know. All right, let's, we we kind of have limited time today. I want to get your thoughts on a few other things. So, yeah. how do you feel about this Leah Thomas thing, which also seems like kind yeah. of um, you know not uh, basically a lose um, for a loss for the Biden administration? But essentially, it came out over the weekend. Leah Thomas, for people that don't know, is a trans swimmer at is it UPenn that she was a big. Right. Uh, anyway, was winning all these things. So now Finna, which is kind of the um, Federation for, you know, international sports. And um, they have basically said that they're not going to allow it. So swimming's swimming's world governing body, FINA, announced a ban on Sunday on biological men competing in women's events unless they had transitioned prior to the age of 12. Mm-hmm. So in other Which, words, by the way, no one should be transitioning prior to the age of 12. So therefore, in my opinion, no one. But anyway, go ahead. Well, and then they just go on to say, you know, transgender athletes who have experienced the enduring competitive advantages of a male puberty flooded uh, with testosterone, um, greater muscles, lung capacity, et cetera, that's been studied. The unfairness was um, really clear with the University of Penn transgender swimmer, Leah Thomas. And um, anyway, so now that has been banned. And it sounds like they're going to set up a separate category, which a lot of people had kind of been advocating for. I mean, unfortunately, there may be one swimmer or two swimmers in that category. So maybe. Megan Rapinoe came out and called it disgusting. I completely disagree with Megan Rapinoe. Listen, she, she she's a world-class athlete. She has her opinion. Uh, maybe she's more qualified than me to, to comment on this. But I here's where I stand on this. And I've, I've been very clear on this. I think they should be allowed to compete. I don't think they should be allowed to win. Two different things. Okay. I think they should be allowed to train with the team, train. Now, granted, in international, you have only a finite amount of spots. 
so therefore if that person qualifies for one of the spots unfortunately i don't think they should be allowed to take a spot from someone else uh but that to me doesn't mean they shouldn't compete on the ncaa level or you know youth level let them compete let them swim they win it goes to the second place person if they're not you know also a transgender female so uh, I think you could accomplish a lot of this. I don't think a trans, a biological male should be taking a spot from a biological female. I just don't. I think sports, the great thing about sports is you compete based on the same rules and fairness, right? And then somebody wins. That that It's not fair. So therefore, to me, it's no longer sports. So that's my take on it. Um but I, I think they should be able to compete up until the point where, unfortunately, they don't get one of the – if the U.S. sends three swimmers in that category to an international competition, uh, Leah Thomas cannot be one of them. Uh, but it's – you know, listen, it's controversial. Uh do you, think, do you think it is? I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you have Megan Rapinoe, but I mean, you also have people like Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, you ha- you've had some other uh, and high profile athletes come out and say that this is fair. They've so obviously. So the other thing, too, is like Megan Rapinoe plays a team sport. So I might have a different. Well, I, I, I don't know if I'd have a different opinion if it was a team sport, because then you're really starting to get in the weeds. OK, if it's an 11 person team sport, does one person make that much of a difference? If it's a five-person team sport like basketball, then maybe that person does make a big difference, right? You know, is it as big of an issue and as widespread as I think some of it, some want to make it out to be? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. But she was also winning NCAA medal, so therefore it is. It, you have to make a decision on it. And I think, I think in terms of international competition, I think they made the right decision. Um, but you know, yeah, no, listen, I- everyone doesn't get to play, right? I like everyone does. Like, like I, I don't understand the, it, you know, to your point, it maybe it's not as controversial as people want to make it out to be. Well, it's to me, I think it's not. It, <sighs> Yes and no, right? I mean, I think there are not as many trans athletes competing at a high level as, like, the media makes it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, I don't think I this issue that. is, like, that. Of all the issues well, that, that we so have. That, that, w- that was Megan Rapinoe's point. She was, why are we starting off with you can't do this? Let's start off with you can and then address as we go along. The problem with that is if you're letting them compete and win or take a spot from someone else, well, then you can't correct that until the next time. So, uh, yeah, listen, it's, it's, you know. Yeah. It's, I it, think these are issues that we have to navigate. Um, what else do you want to cover? Uh, you know, obviously the January 6th hearings continue. Um, you know, a, a lot of the stuff I think we yeah, know. I, I think they've done a poor job. I said it last week, and I say it again this week. Well, you know, I think the public has lost interest. There's another hearing today. I think um, you got Adam Schiff out there saying there's evidence. Well, let's see it. Like why, like why the whole, like if there is evidence that the DOJ can use to charge Trump, why isn't it out? And why isn't it happened yet? So like, you're, what do we, you don't believe it really. They really, no. they're stalling. They're stalling. I they're said really- it last week. I think they're stalling. They're trying to make their case to the public. They're trying to like make it, you know, 
a crescendo to Trump should be charged or never run again or convince that X percent of people to therefore where he can't win again. I mean, it's I think we're in an unfortunate place. I think Trump's an anti-democracy, only about Trump, narcissistic narcissist who, for whatever reason, still has a hold on a significant portion of the Republican Party. And I honestly think that that is holding the Republican Party from, based on what's going on in the United States right now, dominating on the House and the Senate. I think if this, I think if the Republican Party moved away from Trump, and went to a DeSantis. And listen, you could argue whether DeSantis is full of you know what, or if he, but the thought process from DeSantis is Trump-ish, but nowhere near Trump. And he's, you know, my, my opinion is he's much smarter, more, you know, or, or even you know, someone else. It doesn't have to be DeSantis, but I think he still has a hold on a partner. Honestly, I think if he runs, he still wins the nomination. You do? You really think I, he... Yeah, I do. I do. Because I don't think anyone's going to go... Oh, I think DeSantis has a really good shot. I, I The don't question know. is, does, does DeSantis have the you-know-what to go toe-to-toe, right? Yeah, because and... they're all egomaniacs. And I don't think you're going to get Mitch McConnell. I think Mitch McConnell, I think Kevin McCarthy, they're all backing away from Trump. I don't think they're uh, going... So that so So very good point by you. You would need the McConnells and the McCarthys to say we're going with DeSantis. Like you would need, you would need the top Republican folks to say we're going with DeSantis. And I think and they will. Don't you think? Don't you think Mitch McConnell? I mean, I feel like they're really distancing. You don't think so? You don't no, think so. I don't okay. think they have the. You know what? I think they will play it down the middle until a nomination. I just listen. I think. I think. Oh, think, that might be true, but I think behind the scenes, I think you're seeing. I mean, look, we're see, you're seeing them get rid of, at least in my opinion. There's a strategy to the the, um, you know, Madison Cawthorn. I mean, you know, they're sort yeah, of taking but they're also, out. They're, they're killing Adam Kinzinger and 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 um, and Liz Cheney there, who are the o- are the only two representatives of the hearing who seem to be pro democracy. You think Kevin McCarthy? Has has the um, guts to go after Trump? No well, way. Not publicly. No I don't think. way. I I think behind the scenes they're orchestrating things. I mean, I, I just don't think the Trump- fact that Trump is still tweeting about the election and that it was rigged. I don't understand how another Republican can just continue to support that. Listen, at some point the country has to be bigger than Donald Trump. If yeah, you're great a point. And it's shameful that they can't do that, right? It's shameful that they are putting themselves ahead of, you know, and the days of just saying, oh, it's a couple tweets and, you know, I close my eyes because I like his policies, whatever they are. That's over, right? January 6th, well, his actions post-election, and then certainly from January 6th on, to me, completely changed that calculus. Yeah, totally. I don't believe you can 
ignore that and still be pro-democracy and pro-country. I just don't. And you could argue to the degree you think Trump was culpable. You could argue. The fact is he drove the narrative of the election lie. He drove the narrative of the insurrection. He drove all of that. And listen, I think it's shameful that, you know, high ranking Republican politicians. And again, I don't care with 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 Bolbert and, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Say, I'm talking about the McConnell's, the McCarthy's, you know, the, the Ted Cruz's, you know, oh, um, the um, Jim Jordan, like, you know, the Lindsey Graham's. I, until they collectively say enough is enough, democracy is more important than party. It's so insane to me because I feel like if they threw their support and, you know, who knows, there's still time. But I mean, I feel like a Ron DeSantis could win. I mean, you know, we see what's happening. Oh, look at let, the cities. Across, uh, I mean, if, if I you took know. Trump out of the equation right now. Yeah, there, there is no doubt Ron DeSantis would crush Joe Biden in a general election. I mean, but no, I, no, 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 yeah, I, no, in my mind. OK, I haven't seen any polling to that degree. But to me, DeSantis wins Georgia back easily. I believe he wins Arizona back easily. And I probably Wisconsin. I mean, don't you think he'd win Texas and he'd win? Well, he already, you know, Trump won Texas. So I think all you would need to do is win those three and you're president of the United States. I listen. If the Republican Party goes back to Trump, oh. they get what they deserve. Yeah, unfortunately, they get uh, what they deserve. All right, I guess you know we got to wrap up uh, today. But next time we can get to more sports and um, everything else that's going on. And and hopefully, yeah, you had I a, mean, yeah. No, fa- yeah, Father's Day was great. Thank you. How was uh, Dan's? Dan's was good. Very good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We went down running on Venice Beach. Oh my God! I mean, there's a whole scene for you. It's yeah, like. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We walked around and we thought, are we in a scene from The Walking Dead? This is just like so. California is something. It's a, such an amazing state. But oh, my God, it you wouldn't believe the, it. It's truly like a movie scene. Like you're just like, what is going on here? Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that um, it was it was a nice day. The weather. I mean, listen, on the East Coast, you could not have asked for a better weather weekend. It was low humidity, 76 degrees, uh, sunny. It was it was awesome. It was it was just a great, great weekend. So it was like a true spring weekend, which which is rare in Washington, D.C. in late June. Right. Yeah, that's like huge. Yeah. Perfect weekend. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, real quick. Supreme Court rulings today at 10. While we're on, actually, we're taping right now. We'll see oh. if Roe v. Wade or, I mean, the trailer, the Dobbs versus, uh, what is it, Jackson, I believe it is, uh, case comes out. So uh, if, if that does, we'll update. Uh, if, if it comes out before we release the podcast, I'll, Sarah, we'll have you update the top of it. Perfect. All right. Sounds good. All right, Sarah. Have a great one. All right, Patrick. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.